G'day all, and thanks for listening to the Football Podcast. You're here with Ash and Garns, and we're here to talk all things AFL and NBA, plus more. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. G'day all, and thanks for listening to the Football Podcast. You're here with Ash and Garns, and we're here to talk all things AFL and NBA, plus more. All right, welcome everyone. We are here for our first ever individual redraft, and we're going to start with the 2014 uh, draft for the NBA, where we've got a special guest here, and Garns, you're going you're gonna to give us our, our rundown on our guest and, and introduce us. Yeah, no, well, he's a pretty special guest for um, my family, especially for me. He's, a, he's like a little brother to me. But we've got a person who's been in four state teams for Victoria Ash. He captained Roval Sports Academy. He was a three-time Classic winner plus MVP, Youth League MVP at McKinnon as well, and uh, two years at Hawaii Pacific in uh, college basketball in the States. And he's self-proclaimed Jackpack star player, which we've got our doubts about. But Mitchell Barry, welcome aboard. Thanks for coming and doing this uh, podcast with us and the redraft with us. No, all good. Thanks for having me, guys. No, all good. Um, well, we'll start straight into which draft we're going to do, Ash. We're going to do the 2000 and Mitchell 2014 NBA um, draft. It was dubbed the best um, draft that's going to happen in our time in the last five, ten years. And it was meant to be better than the 2003 draft. And it's actually interesting to see how it unfolded and played out. The, some of the picks that were um, involved in this tra- draft was moved with Camelo Anthony moving to the Knicks, Dwight Howard moving to the Lakers at the time, a lot of different movements and how some teams got their picks and especially the number one pick was traded two months after. So um, who wants the number one pick? Any of you? Uh, no, nah, I think, well, as we know, we uh, nah. we obviously yeah, had a, had a bit of a... Had a bit of a chat about it anyway, um, and we're gonna we're gonna give our guest the number one pick, 
Uh, we're going to do it as like a snake draft as well. So we're going to go, so Mitch is going to have the number one. Um, you've decided that I'm going to have number two. Then yep. you're going to have number three and four. I'll have number five and Mitch will be six and then so on. Um, yep. And then and we'll keep going from there and, and see how we go. Mitch, did you want the number one pick or do you want the third? Uh, I mean, I'd rather number one than three. So I'll take, I'll take pick one. <laughs> There you go. All right. I'll get, I'll get, I'll take so it, the I'll first pick out of the box. Um, it was it was actually quite a tough pick for me. Actually, there's uh, between two big men, they're both uh, outstanding players, stars on their teams, absolute animals and beasts, however you want to describe them. Um, I just get. I'm going to go with Nikola Jokic as my number one pick. I think, yep. um, as it was back in the draft, um, with Embiid, it's just the injury history, even though he's been healthy the last two years, it's just a little bit iffy for my liking, although he's an absolute... He's just dominant inside the paint. And his array of moves and his arsenal was one of the best, if not the best in the league, but for me, Jokic is someone you want to build your team around. The passing, the rebounding, the scoring, um, just the basketball IQ. I mean, it's hard to argue with someone who's arguably having a down year compared to his uh, MVP year. MVP year. He's averaging, 20, he's averaging 26 points, 14 boards and 8 assists on 57% shooting from the field, 38 from the three and 82 from the line. It's hard to go past that. Um, abs- absolute star. So I'm going to go with Nikola Jokic as my number one pick. Yeah, I, think I think it's a great pick. I think we all would have taken him at number one. He's the, I think yeah. He's, I think he's the only MVP in the in the draft so second round yeah i mean you can't and he's coming from pick 41 originally so you can't really go past him at number one so good pick so um, originally no, cleveland yeah no. cavaliers had the number one with and they picked wiggins yeah. so imagine a Jokic and lebron love combination even an irving it's a pretty uh pretty good team but no i agree with you Jokic over um soon to be number two pick Yep. Just because of that MVP, I think that's the only way you can separate it, I reckon. Yep. I and think you can also lead his team further into the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, he's led two, two, three to one comebacks, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, led him to the Western Conference Finals where they lost to the eventual champions in the Lakers. So it's hard to go past that as well. Yeah, um, Gartens, obviously we discussed this as well, and you're you're gonna you're gonna run down um, who's who picked. Um, each pick as well. So yep, pick two. Who who? who so pick two was uh, Milwaukee Bucks. So the year before they just picked Giannis under the combo. I don't know if you heard of him, boys, but he's pretty damn good. Um, and they actually originally picked Jabari Parker, which is kind of shame because I loved him coming out of college and injuries just tore his career apart. But with the second pick, Ash, who you got? With the second pick, it's very hard because they have just got Giannis. Um, so then you. Realistically, you should be going another big man in Joel Embiid. Yep. Um, there is another player I really do want to take instead. I really do. But in saying that, I think you could probably get them to work purely with how we've seen both of them develop in their game styles and everything. And at pick two, I'm going to have to go Joel Embiid. Um, yeah, well... It, well, he was originally the third pick of the draft. He was actually dubbed to go number one till. As Mitch said, yep. um, before injury, just before the draft, it scared a lot of um, scouts and GMs just because it was a stress fracture. So he should have been the number one pick at the time. Um, and Fawn, and he went, fell to number three and gone to Asher. I think that's 
correct. Yep. Yep. All right. Absolute steal for Philadelphia back in the 2014 draft, though, getting him at number three. Yeah. What a yeah. Bargain, bargain the only thing they've done yeah, right when they just sat and wait. Um, yeah. yeah uh, I, um, I want to touch on your Jabari Parker point, though. Like, I remember that first half of the year, 2014, he was an absolute star. He was probably a lock to win Rookie of the Year before he's gone and done his ACL. So he could have been an absolute star of the, of the competition. But one of those... Yeah, we could have been talking... You never know. Yeah, well, Giannis and Jabari Parker... Like, imagine that matchup. Like, I know Middleton and Giannis have been very good together, but we could have had a Parker, Middleton, and Giannis. Like, it, it, the big three was there. That could It could have been. It's an unfortunate event for Jabari Parker. But I've got the third pick, and the third pick was um, Embiid. I've actually gone with um, a player that I think he's just found his uh, way around the court. I actually love him. I, lo- I still lo- I loved him when he was at Minnesota. And I've gone with Andrew Wiggins. I think... I love what he does. He's an all-star starter this year. Um, he he was dubbed to be the next LeBron change, which is just stupid at the time. But now, like, he's finally found his groove at Golden State, found a rhythm, and I honestly, Philly would have wouldn't have gone wrong with that pick with getting Wiggins anyway, because they got Simmons. They had Yali, um, Jali Okafer, which would have developed better because Embiid wasn't there and Nalene's Noel the year before. So they had pieces around where Wiggins wasn't going to be um, stopped because there was another player like Towns studying his development. He would have still been the, um, a good keep position. Any objections with that, boys? No, I also think that would have worked well, out I've, really well. I've got an objection. Oh, yep. I've got one. I, 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 think that's a bit of a, I think it's a bit too early for Andrew Wiggins, though. I mean, you, you make the valid points about him maybe being stunted behind Towns at Minnesota when he was there, but I think the reason he's flourishing in Golden State is because he's not, he's not the number one or number two option. He's the number three option on that team behind Steph and Clay. He's not getting yep. the best defender nightly, and it it's a f- very fortunate position for where he's at. He obviously, all-star starter this year. It is I think it's deserved. Obviously, people are going to disagree or agree, but I think he's flourishing because he's that third option not that first or second go-to scorer where he couldn't he was good in Minnesota but he didn't quite get to where everyone thought he should get I do maybe potentially he is trying to get there now yeah I I completely agree with that I think it is too early for him obviously he's played a very very good season but in saying that I think he fits into that into that team extremely well to have to have Ben Simmons Andrew Wiggins, who are both really good two-way players, and then you already have the centres in um, Okafor and Noel there, you you still have a team where um, he, he might still not be your number one option. Ben Simmons probably takes more of a front seat as as a star player, and he has a lot more room to move where that's where why we all think that Philly didn't really work out with Embiid and Simmons because they sort of um, clashed as players, where yep. Wiggins and Simmons... I think actually work is a really good combination, to be honest. So yeah. in saying that, I, well, I think he has gone. Early, he still won Rookie also, of the Year that year. Yeah, I think I think he yeah I think he's a great player, um, but I also think yeah he is it is early, but it also is a very good fit for that team. Um, so Garns, you got I think you go again. Definitely a risk worth taking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Uh, so the fourth pick um, was Orlando Magic, and they took Aaron Gordon. And I actually wrote a play down, and 
I've changed my mind last minute, and I'm going with Zach Levine at number four. I think Shattered. him going to Orlando with no other star player, I I just love, it. and he's just flourishing. Um, the last four seasons, he's just been dominating. He's not all about the sick dunks that that was joked about him. Um, the one, the best thing that ever happened to him was he actually got traded from Minnesota to Chicago for Jimmy Butler and a bunch of other players, and he's living it up now. He's a great scorer. Two um, K love him. He at the moment he's leading. He is the leading player. Like DeRozan is getting his star points and stuff like that, but the leader of that team is Zach Levine. So not only are you getting a star player, but you're getting a star leader as well. So. I've got him at four. Yeah, I'm shattered about that because uh, oh, I obviously... Agreed, shattered. Yeah, I, I was genuinely considering taking him at two instead of Embiid because I think he yep. just fit that role nicely. I'm shattered he didn't slip to me. Um, but in saying that, I I kind of agree with you in the way of he's the leader of the team. And the way I agree with you is I actually think he he's almost moulding into another Steph Curry in in the way of him being a leader. So Curry... Yeah, 100% Curry, agree. Curry isn't a, I have to be the star player, I have to be the best player on the team. He still is probably the best player on the team, but he doesn't care if the other guys outflourish him. He doesn't care what they do. They just want to win. And I think that's where the Bulls have come a long way this season, and it's why the team is working, because they're all, they're all working together, like we've said on the podcast. And... And they're all working in tandem. That, um, and nobody cares who has a good night. And it's actually that where some players in other teams say that, but they also still care that they get their thirty points. No, I agree. Yeah, I, um, I agree. I agree with that as well. I think he's. Yeah. Um, sorry, Josh, but I think he's molded into the player where yeah, DeRozan's going to get his, and Levine just goes, I don't, I don't necessarily need to get 25, 30 points a night if I'm going to get. 15 to 20, but I'm going to play on the defensive end and I'm going to take another one of the opposition's best defenders and drag him out of the play. I trust my teammates to get the job done. And it just shows how much he's grown as a leader compared to when he was at Minnesota. All he could do was really dunk or get a cut. Yeah, well, he was stuck behind Towns and and Wiggins. Towns and Wiggins. He's turned into an elite scorer from everywhere on the court. As soon as he crosses half court, you have to guard him. You have to know where he is. Yep. And he's... Incredibly fun to watch in transition. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. Number five, Ash, you've got the fifth pick. And uh, an Australian-born player was picked at this pick, and he was um, compared to Dwayne Wade. But unfortunately, like Jabari Parker, ACL's cruel, this guy, and Dante Exum um, went to the Jazz. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so it's starting to get hard now already because it's not like there's some superstar players, but there's some very good players with some good potential that have had good seasons but then had some really up and down um, starts yep. of their career so it's starting to get a little bit hard um, but I'm going I'm basing my pick on what I think he can do and what I think he has proven at times and and especially last season I'm going Julius Randall at number five and yeah oh, I had him at four and then I'll quickly change my uh idea to yep. Zach Levine. I was, yep. I, the more I thought about it, I went yep. with Levine. So but Julius Randle, he originally went... Pardon? I said, I wish you had have taken Randle because then I could have <laughs> had Levine. <laughs> so Julius Randle was um, 
the first pick in the rebuilding of the Lakers. This is when Lakers started to rebuild. He was the seventh pick overall in the draft, went to Lakers, had an amazing freshman year at Kentucky. Um, he was get, he was a baller from the get-go. And like he said, last season was awesome. He's having a bit of a down year this season. But he has shown that he can pick himself back up and he can bounce back pretty quickly. Um, so you've taken him at six, Ash, five, was it, or five? Five. 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 So he's jumped up two spots in the redraft. I think that's a great pick. That's a, I think that's a great pick. I'll shut it again. I, I love Julius Randle. <laughs> his tenacity. I love. I love how he plays. I just love how he gets after it and just doesn't. Just doesn't take anything. I mean, he's, yeah, well, that speaks himself. Especially last year, like we said, down year this year, but still having a quietly good year. I mean, although it's only eighteen points and ten rebounds compared to what he had last year, but. That's uh, 18 points, 10 rebounds, and he's upped his assist this year. He's doing other things apart from scoring. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yep. that's the thing where, where when you have that breakout year, a lot of people go, oh, he's not putting up the same numbers he was last season. But if, you out, if you're putting putting other things first and, and playing a, diff, a little bit of a different role in the team, which he would have had to adjust because of the players the Knicks tried to bring in as well. So he's probably had to adjust and he's adjusted his game to try and fit the team, which is which is a great thing. And he's being a bit ridiculed because he's not putting up the same numbers as last year, but he's probably tried to do the right thing by the team. And I think he could revert back to that if, if he's called upon. The only thing that he really needs to improve is this shot selection. That's it. That's the only, the other, he can still rebound. He can still defend. He can still um, pass the ball. It's just his shot selection. So like you said, Ashley, um, he's got to find his way with Evan Fournier playing Kemba Walker when he was there, um, starting and stuff like that. Like you got to try and find your shots and stuff. Mitch, you've got the six pick and you're on the clock. I am. Um, yeah, I think this is back to back to the Julius Randle one, which kind of ties into my pick. I think this is where casual basketball fans heard it. They look at box scores and they look at stats and go, oh, 12 points, ten rebounds on thirty-seven percent shooting. Not a great game." But you watch the game, you see what else he does. And I think this is the epitome of the player I'm going to pick, which could be questioned, but um, I'm going with Marcus Smart. I, oh! I th- yeah, I think I think apart from stats-wise, obviously not the, not the greatest stat player, but he is, going to do, he is willing to do whatever it takes for a team to win. And if I'm a GM, that's what I want on my team. I don't need someone who's going to come out in Marcus Smart and score 20 points a game. I want someone who's going to... Plays hard out, forty-eight minutes. Guard the best player. So, oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, can, oh my lord, he, he's de- gone too oh, early. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> well, in the so, we want, but I love him. So it's funny. So Boston Celtics had the sixth pick in the two thousand fourteen draft, and they went with a combo guard in Marcus Smart. So they, <laughs> he doesn't move. But oh wow, that that shook me. I thought I thought you were leading me down a different track, and uh, I was like, yeah, I can see where you're going with it. Um, and then you just you, you you took a left turn real quick, and I just fell off the car. So um, I've thrown a mass I've thrown a massive curveball at you. I'll tell you what he wasn't yeah even, no. he wasn't even in my top twelve yet. Oh, he's twelfth on mine. He wasn't even in my top twelve. Look, see, he's I, great I, for I fantasy because he gets see, steals I, and he gets I think assists. I think he's a better player than a lot of the remaining players in this draft. And I, I mean, obviously, in my family, there is a very big uh, Boston Celtics supporter. 
So I was forced to watch quite a lot of Boston games, and I, I noticed the value that he brings to the court, and I, I love it. I just I love how he well, plays. Look, there's I'm, no I'm doubting not, the guy's against, got hustle. Yeah, I'm not against how he plays. I'm not against it. I love, I love a good defender. I'm, I'm all for it. My favourite player is is Mike Conley, but he just can't go before some of these players. <laughs> What do you think? Oh, well, let's just let well, before, you, to you make your argument counter number fifteen. <laughs> Who do you have at number seven, Ash? All right, number seven. Holy Jesus! All right, who fell to you? All right, who who am I picking for? You're not you're not telling me. Ah, uh, you got the Lakers pick. The Lakers. Oh, all right, easy. Um, I am going at number seven. I'm going to go with Joseph Joseph Nurkic. <gasps> Wow! Yeah. No. Yeah, you wanted him. I know, and Mitch should. No, I I had him lower. Nah, nah. He see, he's another guy where, um, everyone like he puts up big big double doubles, pretty consistently, and get and and has a lot more output as well on top of that. Um, he's a he's a good passer as well, and you know, he he's probably one that's had. A little bit of issues with injuries and stuff, especially for a two or three year period. Especially when the when Portland were trying to push for the championship when Lillard was going crazy, um, he was he was the person they were lacking uh, because he just couldn't stay on the court long enough. And but when he's up and running and when he's playing his best basketball, he is he's um, he's probably not a, I wouldn't say a top tier player, but he's definitely around that second second tier. For sure. See, my my query was that was does he develop? The yeah, way look, he, he went to the Lakers where uh, if he if he got picked. Sorry, Mitch. What was that? So I said, um, does he develop into the player he is if he's not with Jokic at Denver like he originally was? That was my query about it. Yeah, I, I think I think he does, uh, like because because he he like Lakers in a rebuild as well, and I think. I think because of the player he is and the position he plays, he would have he would have been able to develop alongside that Lakers team as well. And I, I really I really think he, he he actually for me if he stays healthy, he comes like he obviously if he come if he stays healthy he is an even better player now than he is now, and and I think he probably actually becomes an even better player with the Lakers because they have. They have Lonzo and everyone that like that in the in the coming years. Um, they it actually probably provides him a really good um, stepping stone to become an even better player than he than he actually is. To be honest, yeah, we wouldn't have f- bloody picked up Moskov for like three years for sixty two million or whatever yeah. it was. That was a headache to watch. Yeah. I've got the eighth pick and um, Sacramento Kings had it and they selected a young shooter named Nick Stakowskis. I can't even say his name. Um, they uh, partnered him up with um, Boogie Cousins. So I've gone with something different and Ash, you're going to like this. So I'm picking a player that uh, went in the second round um, pick 39 in the draft, and he's only just coming of age at the moment. But p- for the purpose of partnering with Boogie Cousins, I went with Jeremiah Grant at number seven. I think his length and his ability to score 
and his ability to defend multiple positions is exactly what Sacramento Kings needed at the time because they had they still had Isaiah Thomas as well. So I've gone with um, Jeremiah Grant to be that third fiddle, which obviously we know what happens to Marcus Cousins. He gets traded, and they needed that star, and I reckon he would have been the star player as that small forward power forward. Yep, I do. I do like that pick. I think that's a good. That's a good pick. I'm actually. I was actually a little bit surprised that you guys didn't pick him up earlier. To be honest, I, for me, I had him. I had him at this exact pick, um, but yep. I also, I also thought one of you guys were going to take him, take him a little bit earlier, just with how he's sort of developed now and he's coming along pretty nicely and becoming a pretty good two-way player as well. So um, I definitely yeah, thought he was really, going to go. He's really turned himself, really turned himself from a defensive star to a two-way star, arguably. Yeah, those OKC days, he was he was on the court for defense, but now he is yep. going to get you twenty points a game, and that just shows the development he's had from the situations he's been in. Maybe some could be questioned whether he was on the U- those USA rosters and stuff, but I think those have just shaped him into a absolute amazing player. Yeah, well, that obviously that Denver Denver run when they come back from the two um, three one deficits series, and, yeah, and they and they won. Um, that, he was that, a big part of he it. He was a massive part in those series, and hence why he got that big contract as well, and and went to yep. went over to Detroit because of because but of those series. But um, he's living that up though. Like he's earning every dot. Like I think he's underpaid. Yeah, well, I think he could get paid more, but um, yeah, I, I think for what for what he is and what his contract is, I think he's. He's definitely above what he's worth, which which is good in a which is what you want in a player. If you can get somebody like that for for your twenty mil or whatever he's on, I think he's I, I think that's a great pickup for any team if they can get a trade for him. Which is obviously is um, there's lots of rumours about him getting traded this season. I think it's perfect like for any team, pretty much any team in any sort of like contention. Yep. Mitch, you've he's got the, the ninth he's pick. He's the one player who's often in trade discussions. Uh, who am I picking for? Is that Orlando? No, it's not Orlando. Was it? No, that's Charlotte. So you got the ninth pick at Charlotte Hornets. They got the trade from they Detroit, pick. and they picked Noah so they Vonley. Picked Noah Vonley. All right. The youngest player at the draft at the time. Yes, my ninth pick. Um, probably someone who hasn't progressed the way that his original team thought he would, hence why he was traded out, but uh, still has a lot of upside. And I'm going with Aaron Gordon. Oh. I think, yeah, I'm very controversial with my picks, but I, I just <laughs> I think he's he's got a lot of upside. He plays both ends of the court. Um, he's he's reliable though, and I think that's what you want. I think at pick nine is probably a better spot for where he originally went. So, yeah, yep. I'm going to go with Aaron Gordon for my pick. I just, yep. I, I so, Aaron Gordon was the fourth pick overall. Yeah, I think that was too high for him. Looking Well, especially yep. looking back on it now, he was definitely too high for Aaron Gordon. With the likes of Jokic, Embiid, Levine, Randall, they're all better players than him. But, I mean, he's quietly having a, a decent year at 15 points, six rebounds with three assists on 52% shooting, and he's slowly uh, upping his three-ball percentage. It's up to 33, so... I think he, I think he's a good I think he's a great player. Yeah, I think he's just taking a little bit longer than like Levine and stuff as well. But he's definitely developing into a half a pretty decent player. And I think I think everyone sort of 
because he was such a high pick and he was at Orlando and they had no one else around him, he sort of had to do... They wanted him to do, like, everything, where he just wasn't ready for that. Whereas now now he's gone um, to... To Denver. To Denver. He's, he's able to take a back seat and he's able to just do the team stuff now and, and he's obviously getting better looks at the basket. He's getting better... Better probably entry entry ways into the into the hoop as well, where he's he's being a lot more efficient. He's he's definitely becoming a better defender now as well because he's he's having to work um, to basically earn his minutes now rather than just being giving him a giving him a Orlando. So it's be it's making him a, an a lot better player. So yeah, see, like I didn't like Aaron Gordon coming out of the draft because he's an Arizona player and I'm not very big on the. On Arizona, but because he's an in-betweener, like, he, he he was too slow for, to be a three, but he's too small to be a four. Like, he just that position-wise, that was just going to make Orlando tough. And they already had that sort of player with Oladipo. Like, he was two, wasn't a one, he was a two, but he was undersized because that's as, who they picked in the season before. So. As, as you can see, Mitch, Garns can never say Oladipo. <laughs> I said Oladipo. <laughs> It's Oladipo. <laughs> I said Oladipo. <laughs> yeah, you're still saying the wrong thing. <laughs> we'll, get Victor, we'll get Victor on the phone so you can uh, correctly pronunciate his last name. <laughs> yeah, I think he's love it. I think he's found the right fit at Denver. Playing beside Jokic, I mean, how often are you going to see a five throwing an, an entry pass into the post to your four man? Yeah. Jokic doing that. He's getting... And he's not the main dude because... Because Jamal Murray come in as well. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's, uh, a, it's a good. It's a. I think I actually don't. I don't mind that pick. I really don't mind. It's that where pick. it should be. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, mean, I, I had him. A, I had him a little bit lower, but I still also don't hate that pick. So yeah, uh, well done, um, Mitch. Me. Again, you got the tenth pick. Oh, oh god. So Mitch, uh, the tenth pick. It was uh, Philly. Which they traded it, uh, they got it from New Orleans, and then they traded it to Orlando. And Alfred Payton, who I thought was very, very good in his first year. Alfred Payton, what a man. What a man. <laughs> had, he's playing well for Phoenix. Actually, not really that well this year. Had a great season last year. Um, yep. Definitely not going to pick him. Um, I, it's, it's a tough pick, this one. There's a couple of people that you could go for. I'm tossing up between two. Um, but I think I'm wanting someone to come off the bench and just have an absolute punch and just do what he does now at Utah with Jordan Clarkson. <sighs> Damn it. Ooh. So I'm, I'm going to pick Jordan Clarkson. I want someone who's going to come off the bench and just has the ultimate of ultimate green lights to shoot. I mean, 16 points, not great shooting splits, but I want someone who's going to come off, take the best defender and just has the ultimate green light to get buckets for my team and you look at him in his rookie year for the Lakers second half of the year coming off the bench and really taking over games late as a rookie hitting a couple of game winners and just the confidence confidence is key he actually started the last 15 games yeah, he's got an abundance so of confidence so I'm, I'm going to go with Jordan Clarkson his original was a second rounder pick 46 um, a Filipino Philippines kid um, he was Lakers really wanted him and traded quite a bit to get him, get for him. And what I mean by a lot, they gave up a second rounder and some cash. So, they, but they really wanted him. And uh, Washington again missed out on another good player for him. I think Ash. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that pick. Only because <laughs> I just don't know if I like one-way players going that high. I mean, he's what going at ten. Ten. I just, yeah. I I think there's better players on the board um, at ten that are, that could provide more versatility, defense and offense as. Like he's obviously probably not as much offense as Jordan Clarkson, but definitely better all-round players. But but each, so each, just, each to their own. If if you want to fill up your bench instead of your starting lineup, then so be it. That that's okay. You can do that, Mitch. So we'll just do a recap of the top ten. Important. I, just want to say, I reckon they're important. I mean, it's not about who starts the game. Like it's who finishes it. Arsenal, but you want to be on the court finishing the game. And if I need offense, I'm having Jordan Clarkson on the floor. Yeah. So, like, just to recap what we've had so far. So, first pick was Jokic, second was Embiid, third was Wiggins, four was Levine, five, Randall, six was Marcus Smart, seven, Nurkic, eight, Grant, um, nine, Gordon, and ten was Jordan Clarkson. And just so that we know, the fourth pick was Levine, who went to Orlando, and the 10th pick went to Clarkson. So Clarkson would actually come off the bench because they play the same position, Levine and Clarkson, unless you want to go small ball. Great pick. Great pick now, Mitch. Great pick. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, Golden State um, Warriors small ball worked perfectly for them. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to create my own death line up at Orlando. <laughs> All right. Let, let's take a quick break, and then and then we'll come back and, and hit another 10. Yep. All right. And... Uh, I've got the 11th pick. It's my turn for the 11th pick, and I'll give you some history. I'm pretty sure it's it was my pick, pick... Mate. Yep, it's yep. your pick. Damn it. Right, yeah, there you I was go. getting excited. There you go. No, I'm not stop, giving you any stop information. Stop trying to steal my pick. I didn't make a trade on draft night, mate. <laughs> I was going to say, I traded up, mate. <laughs> um, now nah, the 11th pick was my favourite player, Doug McDermott, from the draft here. I love any player from Crichton because it just reminds me of Kyle Corver. So... Great spot-up shooter. Went to um, Chicago and didn't really flourish under Tom Thibodeau, but he's made a nice career um, being that uh, shooter coming off the bench. Yep, and who was that for, mate? Chicago. So Chicago made the, made the pick. Um, all right, so 2014 Chicago Bulls. All right. Um, definitely out of two players. I think, I think you guys are probably... Thinking these might be a bit too early, but I really like these two players. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
and I am going to go. I'm going to go for the number 11th pick. I'm going to go Bogdan Bogdanovich. Damn it, that's who I was going for. Yeah, yeah. once again, good two-way player. Gives gives me gives me plenty of offense. Gives me plenty of defense. And can start. Can come off the bench. He can do. He can pretty much do every role you you need for you. Um, he's also a very good team player, and um, I, I love that. I love that in a person. Obviously, I'm a Grizzlies man, so as you can see, that's pretty much what our whole. Um, our whole concept is down at the Grizz, so um, Grit grind. Yeah, I mean, but that's we all work for each other, so that's what I love. Um, and yeah, I've, I've got to take him at pick eleven. And um, unfortunately, there's one. I'm hoping I'm, I don't want to mention him because I don't want him to get taken by you two. So I'm hoping he slips to me at my next I pick. I don't think you can be angry with that pick at all. Great player. No. Exceptional shooter, as all Europeans are. So I think that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, I've got no obligations except for stuff you, man. I was going with him. Thanks for your support, But obviously, I've I've got the 12th pick, and uh, Dario Saric um, was uh, selected with this one, and he went to Philly. Um, I've gone with seeing as Philly just picked... um, in our redraft, Wiggins. Mm-hmm. I've actually gone with a center with this pick. Uh, he's a defensive big man. He CCs. also plays with Bongdanovich. Pardon? CCs. Yep. Uh, he's playing with Bongdanovich right now. And I actually went with Clint Capella. I love Clint Capella. I think he's just been in the wrong place at the wrong time with people that not knowing what they're doing and playing PJ Tucker at the center because Westbrook was clogging up space. And he showed everyone why he was so valuable in the playoffs last season when he helped Atlanta Hawks win their first uh, play, uh, game. Yep. Sorry, not the championship. <laughs> no, very good player. Very good team player too. Absolutely. Monster on the boards though, absolute monster. He, he's gonna he's gonna swallow everything. See, I don't yeah, know how like I said, feel. Defensive defensive juggernaut. He he is, but I don't know how I feel about him in this day and age. I think he he's sort of one of those players that he needs to. I think he needs to start at least developing like a half decent mid range shot. Is because he he's sort of a poor man's Rudy Gobert that can't can't really shoot outside the key. <laughs> Basically, and you know, and he's definitely not as good on the defensive end as Rudy. So, uh, uh, as as much as I think he's probably around where he should be in the draft, but I also don't really rate him that highly as a player, to be honest. Uh, um, I just yeah, I just think he's a bit of a yeah, probably a probably a more of a hobo, Rudy Gobert, to be honest. Not even a poor man. He's even lower. So. <laughs> That's, I think you just that's need to develop harsh. a jump shot at all. Just develop a jump shot. Like you said, mid-range, just get something. Or even post moves. You don't really have post moves. Just get some offensive arsenal into your game. Yeah. Well, just with the how, with how the game's going, though, as well now, like, you have to do that. Otherwise, you're going to get lost. You're, just, you, you're going to go missing from from the NBA and and kind of just come, come out of it. So, um, yeah, definitely, yeah. I don't hate the pick of where it is, but I also don't really rate him. So, but each of their own. I've got the, I've got the um thirteen pick. Mm-hmm. 
Um, it was originally Zach Levine, um, which was selected by Minnesota. I've actually gone with a player that wants to be the main man. Um, he's finally at a team where he could potentially be the main man. And I've gone with Spencer Dinwiddie at number 13. I think at a really, really poorly run franchise in Minnesota, um, I think he would thrive. I think he would thrive at Minnesota. To be honest, they didn't have anything really there, except for when the number one pick was traded um, for Kevin Love. And I just think he's a scoring guard. They needed it. I think that's what. Uh, uh, that's where I'm I'm heading. I think that just fits the best, and I think he's one of the most talented players left on the board as well. Mitch? I mean, I don't don't hate the pick. <laughs> I mean, can't, I wanted him a little bit later. I was hoping uh, he could maybe slip, but yeah. Yeah. My pick, Is that because you wanted him, Mitch? I didn't want him now. I, I wanted him later. <laughs> it was one of those ones that was hoping that he could maybe... Maybe fall down completely. Yeah, get, um, get a steal in the fourth round. Four, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Fourth round, yeah, what, what pick are we? Pick 14, is it? 14. And it's Ash's Which pick. TJ Warren, Warren to Phoenix Suns. Oh, so it's my yep. pick. Um, I'm glad yep. it's my pick. But I'm kinda, I was kind of hoping I had the next pick. because Can I trade? <laughs> 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 can I make a trade? <laughs> um... Oh, because, so uh, there's three players still on the board. That, oh, obviously, there's more players still, but there's three players that I really, really want. Um, I think, I reckon I can get one of them. One of two, two of them could be sliders, but they also could go. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go this guy because, one, he's, he's already at Memphis. Um, and... <laughs> And two, I know and two, I think <laughs> I think he can develop into a very good player, um, and he's slowly, slowly, slowly getting there. Um, and um, like we were saying before, obviously, now we get starting to get to later picks. I'm happy to get those bench players, Mitch. Not not too early like you did before, but um, yeah, I'm going to go with Kyle Anderson. <laughs> I, I, I bloody yeah, knew it. Real, real, emphasis, real emphasis on the uh, slow slope there. Real emphasis on that. He's a slow player. Yeah, but he makes it work, mate. Hey, Luca, Luca runs around like he's slow as well, but then all of a sudden, boom, he's gone. Yeah, I don't know. If uh, I, I'm actually, I don't like that him. pick. No, I think that I, I agree. It feels good to actually say that and not have it be my pick. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think there's a couple of better players still before. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, look, he I, wasn't I, in my top I'll, fifteen. I'll definitely admit I've taken him probably a bit higher than he probably should have gone, but I think he, I definitely think he is a player that could fit any team because he can he can give you he can give you good two way stuff and he can give you good options off the bench to go into multiple roles uh, because he can be a bit of a playmaker. He can score and he can, and does play good defense. So he's not he's not the best at any of them, but. He's also he is a good role player, which would be good for your team. So that's that's where I think the other guys on the list are pretty much only good in one aspect. Where I think Kyle Anderson gives me multiple options. So Kyle Anderson was the last pick of the Very first solid. round, and he went to San Antonio Spurs. But I'm 
He was um, summer league MVP twice, I think it was. Um, but you know, I'm glad that I didn't pick him. I had him a bit lower, but I can understand why you pick him. I'm not gonna say I don't understand. It wasn't like a real shock. Um, Fifteen, uh, Mitch and Adrian Payne from Michigan State. He was really hyped to be a very, very good player, and he went to Atlanta Hawks and pretty much just failed. And just crashed and burned. Crashed and burned. Um, yeah, I'm... Oh, it's tough. I want one player here, but I'm also tossing up between another one. But um, I'm going to pick this player who hasn't played a game this year. He's been injured, unfortunately. Oh, I know who you're going um, with. Has a, great, has a great spot at Indiana. Um... I'm going to pick yep. TJ Warren, but more in, in particular, I'm going to pick Bubble TJ Warren. Oh, I was going for that as well. <laughs> he, he, he Literally, was, was that was my animal. next pick. I was going to say Bubble MVP. Yeah, he was, he was a beast until he came into Jimmy Butler in Miami. But yeah, no, TJ Warren, great player, great offensive player, and a quietly good defensive player. I, I remember watching when he was at Phoenix the last couple of years before he got traded. He was... Very under the radar as a player. Probably as he still is now, but yeah, very, very good player, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Mitch is not allowed back on the podcast. <laughs> he keeps stealing my picks. Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah that, that's, a, that's a good pick at that, at that pick. Um, I'm pretty happy with that for you, Mitch. I'll give you that. To be fair, I had him at 14, so I would have had him where you picked Ash, mm-hmm. and he got drafted at pick 14 as well. Yep. So, um, Mitch, is it Mitch again? Yeah, Mitch. You got yep. pick 16, and Nurkic went 16, obviously, and it's gone to Denver. Who you got? Yeah, useless. Nurkic to Denver. Um, uh, ooh, I think I'm going to go with someone else who was uh, who was at Denver for a little while. Um, has slowly come into his own as well as a player, offensively and defensively. I think, if I'm correct, uh, he's at Orlando now. I'm going to go with Gary Harris. I think he's. Quiet, I think he's. I think he's a quietly good, underrated player that not a lot of people know know about. Gary Harris, he he will oh. easily give your team twenty to twenty five points a game if you don't pay any respect to him. No, yeah, he's a great scorer. That I've had a few rage quits when I was playing my player on two uh, K against him, but um, oh, he's a two, he's no, a Gary Harris was pick nineteen of this year's draft. So he's jumped the board by three spots, and I can't. Oh, I'm just astonished if Ash, you don't pick this next player, <coughs> which I think you will. Yeah. And he slid to you. Yeah. Um. Uh, so pick seventeen was James Young went to um, Boston Celtics. Yep. And who you got? I, I think this guy will would pretty much fit. Oh, I don't, I don't know if he'd fit into this into the team now, but um, I'm gonna go. Gary Harris's namesake in Joe Harris. And, <laughs> you bar- and, oh my god! <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, uh, I don't know how he hasn't gone before Gary Harris, but um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's why I'm, Go, I'm glad. Goes, um, missing, goes missing on the big occasions. Yeah, um, so that's why. That's why I couldn't pick him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, At least he gets the occasions, <laughs> unlike Gary Harris. <laughs> Does he get there or does his team in Brooklyn carry him there and he just goes missing with the Yeah. Joe Harris got drafted by Cleveland second round, thirty third pick. Yeah, no, so I I have to I have to take him there. He he 
he's pretty much like your Jordan Clarkson, where you can you can unleash him, let him have, let him get get his shot. Um, he can he can be your spot up shooter. Let let him let him score as much as he wants, as long as you're putting the ball in his hands, basically. Um, and yeah, oh, I I'm pretty happy he slid to me actually. So at what pick seventeen? Pretty. I was hoping you just completely say, missed him on your though, board. I will say though, even if he has those down games like he did against Milwaukee in that last year series, he is just an outstanding shooter that you have to have someone out on him. You Don't try and bring it back, Mitchell. Don't try and bring it back up. You just rip shreds off him. I still think he uh, cost uh, Brooklyn a spot in the Eastern Conference Finals because he just <laughs> not hit the start of a bar. Not Kevin Durant's well, big toe. I was going to say, it wasn't Joe Harris's foot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean, Joe Harris, Joe Harris could make a shot. Kevin Durant's toe wouldn't have been in question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, no, a that's, point. Point. <laughs> that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I mean, I would have right, so... seen him more with that Cleveland team, though, in 2014. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if he's it would have been a very nice there, team. If he got traded... Now nah, he left to he Brooklyn. He signed a big. Alongside LeBron. He played one season with LeBron. Actually. He played one season and he left. So yeah. Um, all right, Guns, you're up. All right, so I'm up. I got the 18th pick, and Tyler Ennis, who went to Phoenix Suns, um, was pick 18, and I'm a bit. Struck. Oh, I'm going to go with a player that actually plays with him at the moment. He's got a bit of an injury, um, recovering from it, and he's a valuable big Where, man. And when he was on, pardon? Where's the pick for? Sorry. Phoenix Suns. To Phoenix. Yep. 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 And I've gone with uh, Dario Saric at pick 18. He fell from. He was pick 12. When he was at. Um, uh, Philly man, before he got actually. traded to the Timberwolves. I mean, um, sorry, he was before he went to Phoenix. He was at Timberwolves for some silly reason, and he, but he got drafted by Philly. Played really well with Embiid and Simmons. Like he was the glue, I thought. Then he got traded for Jimmy Butler, and we all know what happened to Jimmy Butler. But once he found his home at Phoenix, he and got Chris Paul on his side. He started to come back to that. Rookie form that I remember him being, but unfortunately for him, he had a really cruel knee injury in that finals and last year's final series. And he just, um, I'm actually looking forward to when he comes back, Mitch. Yeah, no, I agree. It's um, he's your classic European, classic European model. He's just stretch four, can shoot the absolute. Just shoot the three ball like no other European big can. You can say um, piss. He's got a decent you can post say game shoot too. The piss out of it. He can shoot the piss out of it. Um, he's got a he's got a he's got a very good um, post game too, which is uh, quietly slept on too. And I think, like you said, his role in Phoenix with Chris Paul now is just it's perfect for him. And hopefully, when he gets back from this knee injury, he's uh, still the same player he was becoming again at, with that last year when they went to the finals. Yep, Ash. Yeah, well, I think I think he'd make a good um, pairing with Aiton as well. So. And yeah, pretty much completes their completes their lineup, doesn't it? When he's back in, like they yep. they pretty much have that the full the full starting five, which is which is a good lineup. Um, yep. Where not some a, a fair few teams have that one player that sort of isn't maybe like you you'd rather your bench player coming on, or they're just sharing minutes with the bench and maybe just starting for a different look um, to sort of throw the other teams off, but. 
yeah, I think I think he provides a lot. So you're still not lacking when he's on the court. Yeah. Well, I got the 19th pick again. Yep. Gary Harris was picked at 19, as we know, and apparently he went to pick 16. But um, <laughs> it was a Denver pick. And <laughs> it was a Denver pick, and it's my last pick, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we're going to 21? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be going to 21. All right, I need to make a splash. Yeah. All right, so... I'm going with a player. He's a great shooter. Space the four. If no. you get to think that Jokic is playing, that he needs a corner three ball. I'm going with McDermott. I think great shooter. Fits that system well. Matt, he would just thrive in a Mike Malone um, offense. Uh, isn't the main dude. Can come in and out. Can give up. Guard multiple positions. Uh, I'm just set with it. I'm liking McDermott at 19. You can go, Mitch, if you want. You liking his pick? With, what, with the pick? Or... Yeah. Do you like his pick? Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't mind it. I mean, I think he fits. I think he fits uh, Denver really well. I mean, that catch and shoot corner, getting fed feed from Jokic, it's, it would be deadly. So okay. I think it's. Mm. I think it's a good pick. Yep. No. Uh, I agree. I think it, I think it fits perfectly like with, like you said, with Jokic feeding him. It's yeah, it, Jokic. That's all he pretty much needs. He probably he probably makes them an even better player, to be honest. Uh, even better team because yeah, he's because probably good have, for another five assists for Jokic, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, exactly. I mean, he just he just gives that extra floor spacing, so Jokic can even take it into the paint if he wants as well. So um, yeah, no, I, I do like that pick actually. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm pretty glad I'm pretty glad my I've got the next pick because I'm so happy this guy has has hasn't gone at all. Pick yet. twenty, yeah. Bruno um, Caballero was number twenty, and he went to Toronto. Yep. So I'll How actually can you say, say that, but can't say Oladipo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oladipo. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how long? Do you know how long this has been haunting my dreams, Mitch? I just, I, every time he tries to say his name, I almost don't. Even, I, I almost don't even want him to come back from injury, just because I don't want to hear guys try and say his name anymore. But well, as a Miami fan, I do want him to come back from injury. But I just Oladipo. <laughs> yeah, it's not that hard. It's really not. Um, how do you okay. say it? Oladipo, mate. Oladipo. Hey, you got it. Hey. Finally. Yeah, I've got it. Good teaching. I've been saying that the whole time, I'm telling you. You have not. You just keep putting another P in front of it. Um, (laughs) Okay, so, at pick 20. All right. Now I can actually say who who I'm out of. Okay, I'm I'm out of two players here. Both have been a little bit riddled with injuries. Um, So, I'm out of Dwight Powell and Rodney Hood. Okay. So, oh, wow. Yep. Yeah, so both players have proven that they can be very, very good players if they can be healthy. So Rodney Hood uh, last season was playing some very, very good basketball for Portland until he, I think he had a pretty bad, severe um, ankle injury. And then he just couldn't, yep. I think he just never, can, he hasn't come back basically. He gets injured again or um, reflares it up. Um, and then was, Dwight, it, was it ankle or was it Achilles? I feel like it was an Achilles. It may have been an Achilles, actually. Maybe that's why he's been out so long. That, that would make sense. Um, I knew it was around that area, though. 
Um, but then Dwight Powell, um, obviously the last uh, one and a half seasons, he's had, it's had the same thing. He, he's been back playing basketball, but he hasn't reached where he was two seasons ago, where he was playing He was playing some real good basketball, and he he looked like he was going to take, take that next step. And and semi semi took it and then had a had a big injury and he just hasn't been able Achilles to, as well. Yeah, he just hasn't and he's a, he's a big man and they seem to struggle to come back from the Achilles unless your name's Kevin Durant. Um, but yeah, he's um, yeah he just hasn't been able to find where he was a couple of seasons ago. But in saying that, I'm gonna go Rodney Hood just because he can pro- he can provide he can provide a lot. Of scoring power to your team if he's up and running, and I'm just yeah, I got I'm gonna Ronnie have to Hood go was with him. pick twenty three. Yeah, I, I really do like how he plays when he's up and running and he's and he's healthy and if he can if he can get back on the court he he's gonna he's gonna make a team make a team very good. Um, but yeah. yeah, sorry, he was from um he got drafted by Utah. Sorry, what was that, Mitch? I don't mind that pick too. He was one I was definitely looking at for this next pick. Oh no way! Yeah, yep. I actually had I didn't have either of these two. What? Well, yep. I think you don't know basketball then. <laughs> um, yeah, not a bad pick. Not a bad pick. All right, who are you All finishing right. it off with? Mitch? Yeah, I was. I was actually. I was actually also tossing up between uh, Rodney Hood and Dwight Powell for this last pick. Because uh, if I'm correct, it, pick twenty one went to OKC. Was am I right, Josh? Yes, and it was. But and they selected Mitch, Mitch McGarry, who coming out of Michigan was an absolute star. He was. He was looking like a very promising player. Um, yeah, actually had to dive in and get the uh, OKC roster up from that year just to kind of validate this pick. So I am going with Dwight Powell. I just think with the team around him there, you look at how he plays with Luca at the moment, just pick and rolls, off lobs, little bounce, dump feeds to him in the pot. Um, I think you put him with a 2014 Russell Westbrook and then you're adding Kevin Durant with... I don't think he starts, obviously. You've got Stephen Adams and Sergio Barker who's starting. But Was it Ennis Cantor in that team then? Yeah, Ennis Freedom was on that team, yeah. yes. <laughs> But that's the thing. Dwight Powell can play defense, and his freedom can't. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. But yeah, I'm surprised you didn't actually go with that. Twenty-four team team. Yeah, in, I'm in surprised all, you didn't go with. Got... Oh, sorry, sorry. In all, in all honesty, though, both those players, from what you just said, that OKC team, both those players would fit that team perfectly. To be honest. Like, yeah, Rodney Hood would. Rodney Hood would fit, fit that perfectly. If you picked Dwight Powell, Rodney Hood was 100% going in. That shooting guard spot for OKC, you look at it, you, who have you got? Jeremy Lamb, if you... Andre Robeson cannot play offense for the love of him. Uh, and Dion Waiters, uh, Dion, it's pretty self-explanatory there with Dion Waiters. You never know which... <laughs> <you know. laughs> yeah, true. One game, he's going to come out and drop 25 and the next game, three. But yeah, I, I think Dwight Powell works for that team. You get him coming off the bench. He's he's going to play in front of Nick Collison. He's going to play in front of Grant and Jarrett. Definitely not in the league. Mitch McGarry didn't turn out to what he was going to be. Steve Novak could shoot, but that was really it. And he was coming. To I love Novak. Player. Steve Novak was my boy. He was great. But I think Dwight Powell, I think Dwight Powell fits this team perfectly. Yep. See, I'm surprised you didn't go with Jabari Parker. Like he's when he was healthy, he was a gun. Oh. I don't think Look, he fits this team, though. What about Maxi Kle- uh, Kleber? 
he, I think Dwight Powell's a better player than yeah. Maxi Kleber. I, I, I'm in a I think, I think they're very sim- I think they're very sim- I think they're very similar players, Maxi Kleber and Dwight Powell. And I think Dwight but Powell who's playing more minutes right now, Maxi Kleber or Dwight Powell, and who's scoring more? It's pretty much, they're both they're playing pretty the same much, team. They pretty much toss up minutes, basically the same thing. But that's like I said um, before, Dwight Powell just hasn't know. been the same player since his, his since his injury. But his upside yep. is a lot more than Maxi Kleber. He's just Maxi Kleber's a good team player, but that's where I think. I think Dallas can get massive trade value from one of these guys because they're they're a good fit for most teams because not a lot of teams have those players that can play those roles. But um, yeah, um, yeah, I would take Dwight Powell over Maxi. Um, and I'm just going to run through a couple of guys that just obviously missed as well. And you obviously well, wait, what, on, on them. I'm still pissed off. Mitch Creek didn't get bloody picked. <laughs> No, there's a, there's a oh, actually no. No, me, no, no. Me, me and Mitch were going <laughs> me and Mitch were going over this before. There's actually seven players, I think six or seven players from this draft that are actually playing in the NBL, in the NBL right now. So, which is still pretty Bryce good. Cotton. I mean, they've cut, they've come out of the draft. Omar and, Patterson. Yep. Uh, Mitch Creek, obviously. Uh, Xavier Mumford. Xavier Munford. Yep. Uh, so yeah, so there's there's plenty plenty there. So, um, but then obviously. Dante Exum didn't didn't make the cut, obviously for us. He's not in the very, league right I was now. Very close to picking him. Yeah, very so he's, close o- to picking he's him. obviously not in the league right now, but he definitely could be. Um, Tory Craig as well. Um, I was literally thinking, I was like, it's surely someone's taking Craig. Yeah. Yep. So um, obviously, Glenn Robertson the third. I mean, another old NBL player there in Tory Craig too. Yep. Yep. So yeah, no. So like. It's good. Yep. So, um, all right. Let's just let's... just just a recap of. Oops, my bad. Just recap of what who we picked and stuff like that. So, obviously, we went Jokic, Embiid, Wiggins, um, Levine, Randall were the top five. Then six was. Oh, this really hurts me saying it. Marcus Smart, <laughs> then Nurkic, then Jer- um then Grant, then Gordon. Then Clarkson at 10, and then 11, 12, uh, 11 was Bogdanovich, 12 was Capella, 13 was Dinwiddie, 14 was Kyle Anderson, and 15 was TJ Warren. And to finish it off, 16 was Gary Harris again. Um, 17 was Joe Harris, 18 was Sarich, 19 was McDermott, 20 was Hood, and 21 was Powell. And then, obviously, we had... We'll, I'll, we'll put up on the socials and that who which person picked what as well. So yeah, I gotta I gotta say uh, I think uh, Mitch might actually be banned. He's made some a couple of terrible calls and surely he's kicking himself now for picking Marcus Smart that early. Wait, wait, let's let's just go through Mitch's pick. So his first pick was Jokic, which was great. Hold on, guys. What what do you say, Mitch? Oh, I'm very happy with my team. Maybe maybe in hindsight. <laughs> Smart the smartest pick, but I stand by what I said about him. I stand by everything. He was, he was great, and I stand by it. I'm not, gonna, I'm not going to backtrack and say, oh, nah, I'm sticking with it. Mate, we know where they've ended up now. You can, you can definitely backtrack because you still stuffed it up. So this is his team. So he got Jokic, he got Marcus Smart, then Aaron Gordon, then Clarkson. And, like, if you think about it, he's actually picked all right because he's got a point guard in Jokic. Then he's got Marcus Smart and Clarkson guard, as the two Clarkson, smalls. Another point guard. And then... Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they're they not true point guards. Yeah, no. 
Yeah, and then he's got players. Gordon. <laughs> I, play, I play positionless basketball. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up there. Um, no, this, is, this has been good. Thanks for coming on, Mitch. Um, loved no, having you. Thank you for you. having me. Yeah, no, it was awesome to be on. No, it will, obviously, yeah, this, is, this was our first one. So um, we're, we're obviously going to do these. We're going to try and do one, one a month from now on, um, just depending on how our schedule goes. But... Uh, we're we're planning on doing one a month anyway, and and the more the more the merrier because yeah we this is this is the stuff we love doing as well. So um, yeah, we'd love to have you back on, Mitch, as well. So guys, we'll get you in and talk to talk some more NBL. I mean, I can get Mitch Creek on the phone next time if we really want Josh. I don't really <laughs> like him, but. <laughs> oh, All right, let's let's ra- let's wrap it up there. <laughs> All right, see you later. Have a good one. See you guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.